in every area of our lives. Everything we say, everything we do, every thought we um, bring that he brings to our minds. In 2 Corinthians 10, it says, we must bring all these thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. And so when we ask forgiveness, and when we repent from our sins, we ought to follow the rest of the story and yield ourselves to God and yield to His truth. Within the church, there are wrinkles. And uh, when I look at the church in Ephesus, about 30 years after the church was formed in Ephesus, the Lord came and He says to them, Repent, because you have walked away from your first love. And I'm Concern for us as a body of believers, not only brethren, but anyone who has the name of Jesus written across their chest by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have a responsibility to them and a love for them. And so you and I need to Examine ourselves as we've been hearing this morning. Look at Mark 7. I don't have the time to, to, to expound on that. But look at Mark 7. And the Lord said the secret sins of our hearts need to be exposed to Him. We need to open up our hearts to the Lord. We need to open our hearts to others around us. In fact, we need to open our hearts to our enemies so that we can tell them about the love of God. Peter, after the resurrection, after the Lord was killed, Peter came to the Lord. And not Peter came to the Lord. The Lord had to go find him. Because you remember, he said, hey, I'm going fishing. And they were toiling. And I can imagine um, seasoned fishermen didn't catch a fish that night. And when they look at the beach, they saw fire going. Breakfast was on the fire. And he called out to them and says, Cast your net on the other side. They had every reason to believe that, listen, all the fish now has gone down deep because the sun came up and the fish wanted to hide. And when they did that, The nets was filled. And then he sat down for breakfast with the disciples. You know, I, 
I make my mind go that place sometimes. And I think about it. And I say, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, our Savior and our Lord, making breakfast for rebels and the ones who had turned turn away from him. And he turned to Peter. And he said, Peter, lovest thou these more than me? Who do you love more than Jesus? Who have you hurt when we say evil things about others? Many times, the reason why we say evil things, it is because we want to show our pride. I hear this many times. And it says that, oh, the brethren has the truth. Oh, we are the closest thing to the truth. Well, let me watch my life. Am I expressing to my neighbors, to my enemies, to my brothers and sisters that I am close to Jesus? Am I expressing that love that Jesus said I am to love each other? So repentance is when we recognize from the word of God that we have sinned against God. We confess it to Him. And we forsake our sins. If I, I can talk a lot of talks. And we are people who talk a lot of talk. And we quote a lot of scriptures. But when it comes down to putting the rubber to the road. We have flat tires. We've been praying for years for something like this to happen. If we let it pass and don't do something, continue. If we don't continue, if we don't meet as brothers and sisters together and talk to anyone who we have hurt, well, this is of no value. Because the Lord said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, you won't hear. Our assemblies are dying. Because of the lack of love. I was talking to someone a few weeks ago. 
and they said to me, you know, you brethren have the scriptures and you know the scriptures and you can quote the scriptures. But when I look and see how some live, What benefit is there? Now the Lord said, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. But that cleansing that we receive from the Lord Jesus Christ should allow us to love Him more and express that love. And He says to to us, If you love Me, you will keep My words and commandments. So as we talk about Reaching others. As we talk about the assemblies that are dying. It can be traced back to one thing. We lack the love of Jesus in our hearts. And we need to replace the anger. The bitterness. The biting. And you name them. We know them all. And replace it with the love of Jesus Christ. You see, he has given us an armor to put on. In Ephesians. And that armor fully equipped us to fight the battle. That we are in against the wiles of the devil. Against the attack of the devil. But if we have a vulnerable spot in our armor. As those guys say, they have a chink in their armor, you know. Not a big bug. But there's a crack in the armor. Then Satan will get through. And he will send wolves to destroy the flock. So I'm pleading with you and with myself to confess our faults one to the other. Turn. It says we turn. Not only we confess it, but we what? Turn from our evil ways and turn to God. So as we turn to God, He restores us. Because in Ephesians it says, repent. In Revelation, it says, repent and go do the things that you used to do 
in loving me and being obedient to the truth of the word of God. And so, I pray, and it's our prayer, that as we meditate on these things, that we will go ahead, make the necessary adjustment, and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. As we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. We know that back for, back. We could say that in our sleep. But we don't act or stop at the confession. Because when we confess the Lord Jesus Christ, we are telling Him that, Lord, live your life through me. And first, Second Peter one eighteen to nineteen says, "We are to claim the blood of Jesus Christ for cleansing us." Because it is He who shed His precious blood that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly. Then in Psalm 23 and 3, ask God out loud to regain the place that we have allowed Satan to take over in our lives. When we talk about secret sins, I, I, I give you an explanation. Occasionally, um, on the Facebook, writing one of my friends, or encouraging them. And one evening, I saw pornography on my Facebook. It was just a fleeting thing, and I said, but wait, what's this is doing there? I don't know anybody who has that website or anything like that. So, I tried to erase it. It would not erase. And I call up the Facebook guy and I said, listen, I, I, when, I, when I signed up, I told you I don't want to have any of these kind of things on my Facebook. And he said, oh, they changed the program. And so I'm to go over here and do this and do that and you'll get it off. I got it off. But for that fleet moment, Satan tried to encourage us to look at it again. But we remember 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 and 4. Bring everything captive to the obedience of Christ. And when I, when I brought it captive to the obedience of Christ, and I said, Lord, you know that I did not go there because I wanted to, but by, because of something that happened. Remove all these things from my mind. 
Praise God it did. But if you and I continue to be involved with things that are secret, then you will never get rid of it. And you haven't yet confessed your sins, nor turned away from them. And in Psalms 23 and verse 3, ask God out loud to regain the place that he is in our lives. Then in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 and 5, we ask the Lord to tear down the strongholds of the devil. You know that Satan set up strongholds. You can't sleep at night. You are in torment. Satan has set up a stronghold. He wants to break down your resistance. He wants to break you so you are not able to witness. But when we ask God to tear it down, and we tear it down by the truth of God's word, then we have the victory. Then in Romans 12 and 2, and we heard that quoted today, we must transform our minds with truth. Replace those things with truth. And the truth will set us free. When we repent, do we believe that? If we don't believe that, we haven't repented yet. And then, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10 to 15. We must fully forgive our offenders. Not looking at that person and saying, well, yeah, I, I, it's okay. But actually forgive them just as the Lord has forgiven us of our sins. Why I say that? Because the Lord has given us the authority to do that. Because he lives here by the Holy Spirit. And then in Nehemiah and Ezra, when the people recognized that they were sinful, they called everybody together and they wrote down their names. And they wrote down their, 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 their um, work that God has given them to do. And when they read the command of God, they said, we will do. So, when there is genuine repentance in our hearts, then we will do what the scripture tells us to do. And when we do so, we can sing with gusto, 
victory in Jesus. But it takes honesty. It takes an open heart. And if you know somebody who has, you have offended and never told them that you are sorry, please forgive me, then it's time for you to do it. And as you do it, the Spirit of God will work mighty on our behalf and within our lives and within the assembly. So this evening, while we are praying, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to our attention every unconfessed sin in our lives. Ask the Holy Spirit to wash it away in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And ask the Holy Spirit to let us find the right time to talk to the ones we have offended. Don't just go and do it. Pray and ask God for the right time. And when you do that, even if the person don't want to forgive you, the responsibility is then and there. And we will be set free by the truth of God, for his name's sake.